Chapman Experience. My name is Peter Chapman. And my name is Ryan Simmers. Now you may have noticed that we are no longer on Zoom, and that's because we have discovered this wonderful new app called Anchor. And just for a bit of a PSA, we're no longer discussing religious issues on the Peter Chapman Experience. This is due to our last podcast on the sacrament of baptism. So the creators of Peter Chapman Experience, you know, we have been excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church. Unfortunately, that is the case. So we've decided to transition our podcast topics from religious ideas to historical analyses. So we're here to talk about some Civil War history. You want to tell them, Peter? Uh, sure. We're talking about one of the weirdest aspects of American history. The secession of southern states and the creation of the Confederate States of America. Uh, what do you know about it, Ryan? Well, not to pass my 8th grade history final, but you know, not much else. What about you? Well, uh, I know about Abraham Lincoln mostly, uh, how he won the Civil War by leading a double life uh, as president and vampire hunter at the same time. It was actually uh, really, really interesting because he did so much. Uh, Peter, I'm sure you're referring to the, uh, hit, the hit thriller, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire. Yeah, that's what the documentary was called. Well... As you can see, folks, we're a bit shaky on the details. So we invited Civil War expert Tristan Hudson, PhD. Welcome, welcome to, to Peter Chapman's experience. Thanks for the invite, guys. It's always a distinct pleasure to discuss history with such diligent students of the craft, such as yourselves. Precisely what I was thinking, Tristan. So there's something, Ryan, that I need to talk to you about, okay? So there was this... No, um... we're, we're, no we're, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. About what? Nothing. Nothing at all. We're just, we're just here to learn about the Civil War. Of course. What do you guys want to know? You want to know about this Confederate States of America? Can you give us an overhead view, like from an unmanned aerial system? Uh, of course I can. You know, the Civil War is one of the most interesting things in American history. It's a story of, you know, the division, breaking of national bonds, and even, you know, formations of an entirely different country. It's one of the most interesting and entirely and trying periods in American history. And it still leaves its mark on the country, even today. Dang, that, that, that's kind of heavy. Uh, how did all this start? It's a long story, so I'll give you the highlights. Years before secession was even thought about, you know, in the early part of the 19th century, the issue of slavery was the biggest political divider in the country. You know, when the United States gained a new state, the first question was whether it would be a slave state or not. A question that people were willing to fight and die over, even before the Civil War. Just look at, you know, Bleeding Kansas, for example. Every political party, candidate, and intellectual had to have a stance on slavery to even be relevant to the discourse of the country. So, how did all this lead to half the country seceding? Like I said, slavery was an extremely important issue, especially in the South, since their economy was supported in large part by slave labor. And... In the South also, ideas about state sovereignty, basically states being independent from the federal government and from each other, um, there were very po- ideas like that were very popular in the South, 
So they thought it natural to secede since they viewed the attempts by the federal government to block slavery as a violation of that state sovereignty. So, what is secession? Well, the formal definition um, you find on the internet is formal withdrawal from an organization. But really, the sense of the word that we're concerned with today is secession, uh, a state leaving the United States. So, which state seceded first? Um, well, the first state was, in fact, South Carolina. They seceded in December of 1860. I mean, and they had been talking about secession all the way back since the 1830s. But with the election of Abraham Lincoln, just a month prior, um, they decided that they secession was really their only choice. And tons of states followed South Carolina's lead afterwards. And what were these states? Well, about a month later, uh, Mississippi seceded. Um, the day after that, in fact, Florida did. Um, and one day after that, uh, Alabama seceded. Then on January 19th, Georgia seceded. On the 26th, Louisiana did. Uh, February 1st, Texas declared its secession. And uh, a few months later, in the period of May to July, uh, four other states joined, uh, them being Arkansas, Virginia, North Carolina, and Tennessee uh, also seceded. So, what did these states do once they were out of the U.S.? Well, they created the topic of our podcast today, with, which is the uh, Confederate States of America. Um, they had a conference, they sent delegates from every state to vote and ratify their Confederate Constitution in Montgomery, Alabama on March 11th. Um, about a year later, though, they, once the government was you know, formally created, they decided that the capital would be in Richmond, Virginia, instead of Montgomery. Whoa, so what did their constitution look like? Well, since most of the delegates and drafters of the constitution were involved with politics in the United States prior to the prior to secession, it ended up looking very similar to the United States constitution. It had executive, legislative, uh, and judicial branches with only really minor tweaks to each. Um, an odd little contradiction in the Constitution, actually, is that they banned the African slave trade in the Constitution, but also they guaranteed the right of their citizens to own slaves. It's a very uh, weird Constitution they had. So their government sounds a bit like ours. Did they also hold elections? Uh, yes, one of the first things they did is they had a presidential election for the Confederate States of America. Um, and in that, John, uh, Jefferson Davis, sorry, was elected president and vice president was Alexander H. Stevens. Hmm. So, what really happened with the Confederacy? Well, the history of the Confederate States of America is extremely intertwined with the history of the Civil War, mostly because of the fact that the Confederacy didn't outlive the Civil War. 
and that most of the Confederacy's downfall was due to that, uh, the ongoing Civil War. So, what specifically went wrong because of the war for the Confederacy? Well, there were two main problems. Uh, the first of which, the Confederacy simply had uh, orders of magnitude less ma- less manpower than the Union did. Uh, their population was only about half that of the Union's. And the second problem was that the Confederacy was simply leagues behind in terms of manufacturing um, because most of their economy was based off of agriculture. So what happened because of these issues? Well, in terms of the manpower issue, um, Jefferson Davis started a draft, uh, something that states in the Confederacy viewed as an encroachment on their state sovereignty, which is the reason that they seceded in the first place. Um, And also in line with that, he ended up declaring martial law many times throughout his presidency, which again, the states viewed as as a violation of their sovereignty. So a lot of um, Jefferson Davis's attempt to keep order and to gain an army really created an insane amount of friction within the states during the the CSA's run as a country. So I'm curious, what was this manufacturing that you mentioned? Well, the South didn't have nearly as many resources as the Union. They didn't have nearly as many miles of, uh, of, of railways. They didn't have as many factories. So in response to this, the government decided, in order to keep the war going, to print money. Uh, and this led to a lot of inflation. And, you know, inflation is a problem that has really been the death of many countries, the Confederacy not excluded. Wow, that's, that's interesting. Tristan, thank you so much for coming on and tell us, telling us about the Confederacy. Uh, one last thing, it's time for our lightning round questions. What was the population like in the Confederacy? So, the Confederacy's pop, the Confederacy's popula- population, sorry, was really that of all the 11 states that seceded. Um, they ended up having a population of around 9 million. Uh, again, as previously mentioned, about half that of the unions. And since the South was so used was so used to using slave labor, the racial makeup came to be about 5.5 million um, free white individuals and about 3.5 million enslaved black individuals. Did the Confederacy have their own flag? Uh, yes, they did. And whether you not you know it, you've seen it before. Um, it's what we call the Confederate flag today, but they, back uh, in the time of the Confederacy, called it Stars and Bars. So, first thing, who were some Confederate figures at that time of the Confederacy? Well, of course, you've got the President, Jefferson Davis, the Vice President, Alexander Stevens, but also some military leaders like Stonewall Jackson, there's one, and Robert E. Lee, um, became very venerated, not only during the time of the Confederacy, but just in the South, even up to today. Well, thank you, Tristan, because that's the end of our episode. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a delight. We'd love to have you back again for some other topic. Of course. Most definitely, Tristan. Before we break, though, uh, can I recommend that you watch a certain documentary for me? 
Uh, it's called. Um, and unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that will be the end of our time together. Thank you so much for coming along and having the Peter, the Peter Chapman, Chapman experience.